We are continuing the Chayadam in Klal Hay. This will be the final shear on Klal Hay. So last year we began the discussion of being mighty other people. That means if a person wants to, you have a few people eating together, they're drinking coffee together, someone wants to make a shahako and everyone will be halachli. that's fine. The custom is not to do that because people tend to not pay attention when other people are making brachas. So therefore we say it's better, it's muta, the Ramah says it's better that everyone should make a bracha on their own. And bracha chorina, we said even initially a person should not have in mind other people. Everyone should make a bracha on their own because there you're departing from the meal and therefore it's not considered that you're sitting there together. However, the Mishaburah points out that if people are going to forget to say the bracha chorina, it's better for for one person to be mitzi everyone else. And that's the custom that yeshivas and camps and some, some shuls will have where someone makes a bracha chorina out loud. First of all, it reminds people to make a bracha chorina. And second of all, it gives them the option of being yaitza with that bracha. Let's move on. Let's say I want to be mighty someone else, but I am currently not eating. Can I do that? So let's go back to general brachas. Let's say I want to make a bracha for someone, for his tefillin. So we say, there's a concept of kol Yisrael arivim zelazet. That in every single mitzvah that I have, there's a component of that mitzvah. This is if it's a separate mitzvah or a component of the mitzvah, but there's a component of that mitzvah called avers. I have a chiv, I have a responsibility that someone else does the mitzvah. So let's say we'll discuss the mitzvah's tefillin. So I put on tefillin in the morning, I'm yet to my mitzvah of tefillin. And now I have a friend, he wants to put on tefillin. He's not in the mood of making a bracha. Can I be mighty him with a bracha? So halacha is you could. Now you shouldn't let him make his own bracha, but halacha is you could. How are you allowed to say Asher Kedishon Because I am Chayev. I am Chayev to wear tefillin. So even though I was Yoytz already, mighty, I could be mighty someone else because I am considered a Bar Chayuva. I'm Chayev in the mitzvah of tefillin. However, by, by Berchas HaNenin, when it comes to making brachas on fruit, on pizza, on cake, one is not Chayev to eat. So if I'm not eating, if I'm not eating right now, there will be no need for me to make a bracha, and therefore I cannot make a bracha to be mighty someone else. However, there is one exception. The exception is when in this bracha is also a mitzvah component. The example the Chayadim says is Kiddush Shabbos morning, or Kiddush Friday night. Let's say a person Shabbos morning, he has a Kiddush in Shul, he makes Kiddush right after davening, and then his wife comes uh, 15 minutes later, and she wants him to make Kiddush for her. So he already drank his grape juice or his schnapps, he has no Indian now to make another bracha of shahakal or uh He's already up to benching. So the question is, can he now make kiddush for her, even though he has no chiv to to uh, make a new bracha on his on his schnapps on his wine? So the halacha is, since this kiddush is has a mitzvah component to it, so we consider it as if he's chayiv in this mitzvah of kiddush, and he's allowed to be mighty someone else, even though he was already yaitza. That works for kiddush. What about Hamaiti Lechem and Aretz when it comes to uh, Shabbos Suda? So many people, you'll see, you'll see some, not many people, but occasionally you'll, you'll go to a meal and someone shows up late to the meal and the Balabah says, oh, I'll make Hamaiti for you. And I'll put two chalas together and he makes Hamaiti for, for the person. So that, Chayadam clearly says one should not do that. First of all, many Rishonim, not many, but some Rishonim hold that there is no mitzvah, there's no Indian of eating there's no, there's no chiv, I'm sorry, there's no chiv of eating bread on Shabbos. The oinig is on meat, on, on food that you like, but there is no chiv to eat pas on Shabbos. Additionally, the Mishabur points out that 
if a person, even if a person fasts on Shabbos, halacha is, let's say a person has a Tanis Chalayim, and he fasts on Shabbos, I, we say, you have to have a mitzvah, you have a of Oinek Shabbos. So the Mishra says, if it's Oinek Hulay, if he's enjoying the fact that he's fasting, so then halacha is, he's allowed to fast, and it's still considered Oinek Shabbos. I believe there's a Chassam Soifer in the Drashas that says, that's Pshat why the Beis brings down from the Avud Raham in Hilchas Asara Bateves, that if Asara Bateves would fall out on Shabbos, we would, we would have to fast. And we wouldn't push it off. So he says, I, you need to have Oinig on Shabbos, you need to have Oinig Shabbos. So the Drosh's Chassam service brings down from the Medrash that, that based on how our Asara Bateves is kept, right, we say, if we keep the Asara Bateves, we do the proper Tshuva, so then we won't have to keep Tisha above. The base of will be rebuilt. So by fasting, it's actually considered an oinig, and therefore we would have to fast on Shabbos if Asar Batavis falls out on Shabbos. However, based on our calendar, it will never fall out on Shabbos. So either way, you see from here that fa- that eating bread is not a total chiv. There will be no chiv to eat to eat uh, bread on Shabbos. So therefore, you could say that the kiddush. I'm sorry. You could say that making hamaytzi for someone else will not be allowed if that person already made Hamaitzi. So if Ruben's in the middle of his meal, and now someone comes downstairs, someone a guest comes late, that person should make their own Hamaitzi. You should not make Hamaitzi for them if you are not need, if you do not need to make Hamaitzi right now. One more uh, exception or discussion is by Havdalah. Let's say a person hears Havdalah in shul, and then he goes home and he wants to make Havdalah for his wife. So you would say, well, of course he should be able to, because she's chayv in Avdala. So we say, However, there's a machlekes, brought down in Simon Reish Tadivav, the last halacha there, there's a machlekes if women are chayv in Avdala. Well, Avdala would be a mitzvah seishas mangrama, it's talian's man, it's based on time. So really she shouldn't be. However, if it's compared to Shabbos, so Shabbos we say, Zachar v'shamar, whoever is responsible for, sh- for Shmir Shabbos, women have to keep the Lama Tesmalachas, they're also chayv in the Schira of Shabbos, and remembering Shabbos, they have to remember Kiddush, they have to say Kiddush. So, the question is, is Havdalah similar to Kiddush, or is Havdalah like a weekday mitzvah, and therefore, we would say, women are potter, so it's machlekes. So therefore, if a person was yaitz already, if the husband had already heard Havdalah in Shul, so halachically, it's preferable that the wife makes her own Havdalah at home, but the minog is that a, that a husband would still make havdalah. We'll discuss the details of this, of, of why, when, where, how, when we get to hilchos havdalah. Okay, so let's just sum it up. Even though a person was yaitza, when it comes to a mitzvah, you could be still be mitzvah other people because we say However, when it comes to berchas hanenin, one cannot make a bracha for someone else unless he himself is being yaitza. There would be. Another exception to this would be, let's say a person is teaching his children how to read, or any child. If you're just being them, teaching them how to say a bracha, one would be allowed to make the bracha for them. They could say amen and be yaitza, or you could read it word by word. And even if a person's an adult, but he doesn't know, he or she doesn't know how to say a bracha, halacha clearly is that a person could make the bracha for them if they have no clue how to make a bracha, or read the read word by word, and that way they'll be yaitza their, their bracha. There's a famous Magan Avram, which the Chayadam touches upon over here, which asks the following question. We know that you're only able to be mighty someone else if you have the same level of chiv. For example, let's say a person only ate a kazayas of bread. So we say, midaraisa he doesn't have to bench because 
he didn't eat kedei svia. Midrabbanon, he still has to bench because that's our minhag, our practice that we bench even if you eat just a kazayas of bread. Can he be mighty someone who ate a full meal? Halacha is no, because that person who ate a full meal has a chiyav midaraisa. Me, who only ate uh, kazayas, I only have a chiyav midrabbanon to bench. And therefore, let's say you have a katan. A katan is only chayav in mitzvahs midrabbanon. He can't make kiddush for someone else who's chayav midaraisa. He can't bench for someone else who ate a full meal. So, that's the Magan of Ram. His question is, Friday night, when you go to shul, when you daven, you say, Vayichu and Shemana Esrei, so your Yotza, your mitzvah, the Raisa of Zachar, Sam, Shabbos, Lekachoy, so when you go home and you make Kiddush for your wife, she has a Chiv and the Raisa, she didn't daven Marv, and you daven already, so how could the, someone who was who was already Yotza's the Raisa of Zachir Shabbos, how could he be mighty his wife, who was only Chayav Medir Rabbanan? So there's five basic approaches, one approach is that, okay, the wife should daven, let her daven marv, and she'll have ayichul, and they'll both be only chayiv midrabanan. That's one approach. The Mr. Brewer brings down two answers. He says, our kavana, we know, we know when we're davening marv, we're going home to make Kiddush. So our kavana is not to have, not to have in mind to be yaitzah archiv deraiz of zachar semeshav zakatra. Our kavana is to do it later when we make Kiddush. So therefore, we weren't yaitzah during davening. Additionally, in yaitzah during davening, he says because we don't say Zechalitias Mitzrayim during davening, and that's a important component of Kiddush Friday night, of Zachar Shem HaShabbos Akacha, because of, and we remember, we remember Yetzias Mitzrayim, so therefore you're not Yotzi your Deraisa during davening. Another answer found in the Rishonim would be that many Rishonim, not many, but some Rishonim, the, the, the Rashi and the, the Ran in, in Masech Shabbos quotes that Chazal or Masakin, so I'm sorry, that Midaraisa one would have to make Kiddush and wine. It would be a chiv deraisa that a person should be zachar samashabas on something that's oinag huloi. So it would be to make Kiddush on the wine. And that, you didn't do that during Shemnesra. So there would still be a chiv deraisa of Kiddush and wine. You could definitely be mighty your wife. And the fifth answer is a sweeping mahalach of the Sharatzi and the Mishabruah that any time there's a mitzvah involved, even if you were yotz already, you're able to be mighty others. And the chayadim alludes to this and he says at the end of the day if a person even if you are even if you make Kiddush a person makes Kiddush and his wife came home late or she wasn't around you want to make Kiddush for a guest you're allowed to make the whole Kiddush so why are you asking me about the rice of the Rabbana? and therefore based on these five answers we never even think about it we just dive maro we go home make Kiddush it's not even a, a, a discussion do we have Kavana Hafucha maybe my wife Shadavan we just assume that's what we do, and that's the minog is like the mishabura that one is definitely allowed to make kiddush for his wife. Just to round out, Klal Hey, so in halacha chav Hey, he says, bring, quotes the pasuk in Tehillim, Yimali fiti a person should his mouth should be full of prayer. So he says, person cannot make a bracha when something is in his mouth. Let's say a person is chewing gum. So not only is it not polite to make a bracha while chewing gum or to have a conversation with the person, but it is also going against the pasuk of Yemali feet Hilasacha. There's a question if a person has dentures or a retainer. So I think most parties can assume whatever is typical. If you if you typically keep it in your mouth all day, so then it's fine. If you take it out every every five minutes, so maybe for you you'll be it will be considered not the Yemali feet Hilasacha. It's not part of your mouth, and perhaps a person should remove that prior to davening, prior to making brachas. The last piece, the last two pieces of the Chayad HaMeklal Hei in Halacha Chavav he talks about Kavana that a person should have Kavana when he's, when he's making brachas 
he says uh, stories of people that went up to Shemayin afterwards and, and they and they were told that he didn't make brachas with Kavana. So obviously a person should should uh, give some thought in how he goes about his daily life of making making brachas. And it shouldn't just be mitzvah sanashim melamuda. The last halacha, halacha of Zion, in Klal Hay, talks about a hoiga b'shem ha'osios, and he also talks about, we, we mentioned that before, of reading uh, Hashem Yudkei Vavkei. Additionally, he talks about the Shemus HaMalachim, that sometimes in Sidurim you'll see the Shemus HaMalachim, the names of the of the angels. You'll see it in Birchaz Kahanim, the, the tefillahs that we say, it quotes that, or some tefillahs we say on, on uh, Yom and Aram. He says that a person could really do it as long as he's saying it there, tefillah, you could say it. I think the Minog and most of the Sadurim say that a person should just scan it with his eyes and not read it. Um, and that's the Minog, I believe. Mertashem will continue with Klal Vav next year.